Welcome to Full Circle, a vortex of self-love, intimacy, leadership, business, and all things in between. It's a resource for those who wants to create magic and abundance and be activated by incredible leaders, artists, and life stories. It's a place for those who believe in the power of vulnerability, authentic relating, and those who are ready to go all deep and dirty. Get comfortable as we go down the rabbit hole with me, your host Lika, and my incredible guests. Welcome to a new episode. I am so happy to welcome you again on the podcast, or maybe for the first time. I am Lika, your host, and today we talk about embodied confidence. So we will explore five ways that you can really unleash your confidence and step into the most juicy, authentic, liberated version of yourself. This episode is sponsored by my online offer, Becoming Her. So Becoming Her is an online program that will help you to embrace your fullness, embrace the whole spectrum of yourself and design your desired life. And we use practical tools and embodiment, mindsets and pleasure and sex magic and all the juicy things. You have nine modules full of value for you to really step into that next level. I will talk more about it later on the podcast, but let's jump right into it. So the first step to really unleash your confidence and to be this better self is to know and embrace all of your flavors. What does that mean and why do I use flavors? I love to use that term because it's just like a, a meal, right? If you want to bring more deliciousness in your life, more deliciousness to um, your meal, your dinner, for example, you want to have tons of different flavors. You want to have maybe sweet and salty and spicy and all of it in the right harmony. Like they all dance together so that in your mouth, it's like explosion of pleasure. And so the way you do that with yourself is really to first know. I say know and embrace yourself, right? So the first step is to know yourself. And well, we grow up and we feel like we know ourselves, right? But there is really some depth to explore here, to really know who you are at your core without the conditioning, without the programming. Because sometimes we feel like we are a certain way and it's not even really ours. We just pick that up on whoever was raising us when we were children or friends or society or movies. So there is a first a step of unlearning like peeling all those layers of fakeness, of things that are not your true essence. And then embrace all of your flavors. Because the more you're going to explore yourself, the more you're going to know yourself. And you can do that through many, many different practices. That's, again, becoming her is all about that. Um, for example, playing with archetypes is an amazing way to explore and discover new flavors because you may think you're super vanilla and you're super like plain flavor, but by embodying different archetypes and just playing with it, almost like an acting performance, you will discover that you feel comfortable in some archetypes and less comfortable in others. And you will be, for example, super comfortable in the mother archetype, the nurturing, nourishing, um, and 
very uncomfortable in like the slut archetype or you can be very very embodied in your soft feminine archetype the sweet loving stop to smell the roses kind of feminine and more uncomfortable in your masculine go-getter um, very ambitious archetype there are so many archetypes um, we play with um, I have a list of so many of them again in becoming her that you can check and explore so the more you're going to expand that awareness the more you're going to play with all different facets of yourself because especially if you are a woman uh, becoming her is designed for women but in general um, it's for men and women and non-binary it's important to know that we don't have just one way of being that we can be so complex and be really multifaceted and so knowing that the first step and then embracing those flavors is really having a sense of ownership a sense of I own it this is me this is who I am and I gave myself permission to not make sense to have some contradiction and to change my mind I know for myself and maybe you resonate with that too but growing up and going through um, teenage years and being a young adult, I really felt like I needed to make sense. I remember my boyfriends were telling me, oh my God, you're always changing. And literally I've changed my name many times. I, some days I'm like super soft and in meditation and praying and super spiritual. And the next day I will be like super like opinionated and like fiery and wanting to burn everything to the ground and being like super intense. And then the other day I will be like, go, go, go in my business. We can do and achieve anything. I will be like the cheerleader or like giving, um, you know, hyping my friends and stuff like this. And then the next day I will be like, oh my God, like life is so hard. I'm so depressed. Nothing is going well. And it's not just like emotions that comes and flows, but it's also like giving yourself to be expressed in different um, different flavors those flavors um, are expressed you know for example um, let yourself be the three years old giggling the giggling three years old that wants to run barefoot and build sandcastle and let yourself be the explorer the adventurer of nature and let yourself be the um, sexy embodied covered in glitter party girl the more you expand who you are so you can do that by a very simple exercise where you write down all the vocabulary all the all those 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 different flavors of yourself just write it down have a clear picture explore it play with it so that was for step number one step number two is spend time in your own presence so basically the step two is related to the step number one and that will help you um, to achieve and know and embrace all of yourself and your whole spectrum because sometimes we want and we have like good intentions of like wanting to know ourselves and wanting to embrace and self-accept or self-accept ourselves <laughs> yeah to accept ourselves better but it's really hard to 
actually make the time and the devotion for it or we're so um, how do you say that we're so um, impregnated not impregnated <laughs> we're so like impacted by our environment that is really difficult to find what's yours and what's not as I shared in the beginning there is this process of unlearning so if you spend time in your own presence what does that mean spending time in your own presence is very different from a long time Okay, I used to confuse the two because I would spend a lot of alone time. I love my alone time and I love even more my time in my own presence. Because, for example, I can be alone at home and be scrolling TikTok for two hours. I'm not really in my own presence. I'm just lost into something. I can be alone for days working on my computer. I'm still not in my own presence. So there is a sense of intentionality with spending time in your own presence, making the time to date yourself. I will talk about this a little later in step number four, but there is a, an aspect of like becoming your own lover, becoming your own partner, dating yourself, because that's how you get to know someone, right? It's spending time with them. So it's the same for yourself. Spend time in your own presence. It's like when your own energy can bounce back the walls and come back right at you. So you actually know what it feels like to be with yourself. What kind of energy, what kind of vibration you feel when you feel yourself. It's uh, just, just talking about it. My whole body just relaxes and my belly is soft and my heart expands and I just feel this... Ooh, this activation, this pleasure in my body, because you get more and more comfortable with who you are. And that is the key to confidence, because when you are your partner, you're not needy and needing other people's approval or love. You kind of self-source your own love, which is super important if you want to have more confidence. Confidence in a sense of being rooted in yourself, being in love with yourself and being fully yourself authentically in the world. It's not about being cocky or whatever. I should maybe have talked about that in the intro of this episode um, to talk about the definition of confidence. Uh, again, you make your own, but when I talk about confidence, I know a lot of people get confused. I used to get confused too. I thought it was, I thought confidence would be that archetype of myself talking on stage, being the badass CEO. But you know, I felt even more confident when I just experienced sexual assault and I was broken in pieces, crying, feeling like my body was not even mine. And being surrounded and letting people in, my, my inner circle, to support me. I felt the most confident I've ever felt. I felt so soft. I felt so real because I was not hiding anymore. I was, I was just myself. And I felt confident. So again, it's not, it's not about being the badass. It's not you can be confident even in the worst situations of your life let me tell you and that's that's why I'm sharing this episode with you today is for you to step into that because that's literally the most juicy thing ever okay step number three explore your desires 
<sighs> your desires are literally put in yourself, put into yourself by God. This is your roadmap. This is your compass. Like, where do you go in the world? Just follow what you truly, truly desire in your heart. Be mindful also, because sometimes what we think we want is not actually what we want. I've shared about that in different episodes on this podcast. But for example, I really wanted to go to Bali. I was like, I want to live in Bali. I want to live in Bali. What I wanted was not Bali. What I wanted was a warm environment with like tropical vibe and a lot of green. I wanted conscious community. I wanted this like digital nomad kind of space where everyone is an entrepreneur and have like an open mindset. I, I wanted a very different way of living than in the city, all of that. Um, I have all of that now living in Mexico, um, but it's not Bali. But what I wanted is fulfilled because I connected to the deepest desires. So again, when you do spend time in your own presence and you get to know yourself, you're going to know yourself by knowing also your feelings, your desires and your needs. That's something that I talk in different podcasts. So today I'm just going to talk about your desires. But in order to know your desires, you have to really listen. And in order to listen, a good way to know your desires is to write about it, to meditate about it and to visualize. If you use your imagination to imagine the life you truly, truly want, something, oh my God, like, oh, that feels so good in your body. Like, Close your eyes and imagine this, something you really want right now. Not a superficial thing, but something that will make you so happy. Something that you project so much of good feeling into it. How does that help your confidence? Well, again, if you are following your desires, if you are following what you truly, truly want, chances are you're going to be in alignment. Following your desires is the easiest, fastest way to be in alignment, to be really where you're supposed to be. Follow the desire. Follow your heart. You probably heard that many times. Follow what you truly desire because that will lead you to what you're supposed to do. That will lead you to your gifts. That would lead you to the most authentic expression of yourself in the world, which will give you a lot of confidence. Because if you have no doubt, if you think to yourself, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. I'm exactly where I need to be. No doubt, full certainty about my path, about my alignment. I know that even if I have hard times, obstacles, I am on the right path because I'm following what I most want. Boom, you win. You're a winner. Because, because this alignment, being true to yourself, following your heart, doing what feels right in yourself, best confidence booster ever. Moving on to number four is be your own lover somatically. So I've talked about this before, being your own lover. Do it somatically. Somatically means in the body. So bringing some of your best embodiment practices, some of what you can learn in becoming her, you can use your body to become your own lover, 
Maybe self-love is not super easy or accessible or you just want to deepen it. You want to bring it into the body. The body is what creates this remembrance, this, this um, imprint in, in your subconscious. If you feel something, for example, if you burn yourself when you were a kid, the feeling, the sensation in your body burning, then you register in your mind that uh, fire burns and it hurts and ouch, I'm not going to do it anymore. So in order to train your subconscious and to feel like a more liberated, confident, embodied person, you want to use the body. I talk a lot about this because it's the key to everything. We can spend hours talking, we can spend hours listening to this episode, but until you really feel like it's in yourself, in your body, in your cell, in, in your cells, like that is embodied at a cellular level, it would not feel very authentic, let me tell you. So being your lover somatically means treating yourself like you would love a lover to treat you. So like the way you shower, the way you dry yourself after the shower, the way you cook for yourself, the way you train, the way you touch your body. If you think about it, I'm pretty sure that you don't touch your body enough during the day. Or if you do it most of the time when you have an interaction, a physical interaction with yourself, it's in a very mechanic, automatic way. For example, under the shower. I love talking about the shower because if you're like me and most people, it's something we do every single day, sometimes multiple times a day if you live in the Caribbean like me. So literally you just like rub your body with soap and you just, you know, it's that very automatic. You don't think about it. There is not such a deep intentionality because it's just a daily action that your body is used to do. But if you want to bring a little more love into yourself, which is also a big key for confidence, when you know that you love yourself, especially if it's fully embodied and if it's fully um, feel, felt in the body, then pff, your confidence is unshakable. So what you want to do, for example, in the shower is to really be like, hey, what if you were showering with your lover? But like your ultimate lover right your dream divine lover how would this person touch your body how would you love to be touched so that it's the most sensual and beautiful and pleasurable and loving bringing a deep sense of love into every touch and you can also apply that obviously outside the shower touching yourself more during the day giving yourself a little gentle massage in the night. It doesn't have to be the one hour oil massage because I know if you're like me, when you want to do things, you want to do them properly. <laughs> but it's just bringing a little, you know, you're working on your computer, you're listening to this podcast, you can put a hand on your heart and massage your breast or massage your belly, give your, you know, your thighs a little gentle caress. Anything that shows your body I am here and I love you you're telling that to your nervous system too it brings a lot a sense of deeper safety and it helps you to be rooted in your own being which helps you to boost your confidence last but not least it's one of my favorite they're all my favorite but this one is practice discomfort okay so 
um, why do I say practice discomfort and why discomfort is linked to confidence? Okay, so in order to build your self-reliance, so knowing you can rely on yourself, knowing that you can self-source not only your own love, but also your own protection, your own, I got this, I got my own back kind of thing, you have to expand your zone of comfort. And the only way to expand your, your zone of comfort, your comfort zone, is by pushing the edges. And pushing the edges takes time and practice. You have to be willing to go again and again and again in the discomfort. If you don't feel confident and you were like thinking to yourself, if only I was more confident, I would create a podcast. If Anya was more confident, I would be speaking on stage. If Anya would be more confident, I would ask this guy out. If Anya was more confident, I would tell my dad how I feel. If Anya was more confident, I would really go after this dream and create this business. If I was more confident, I would wear these underwears, these sexy underwears or this dress. If I was really confident, I would definitely change my hair and try a new color. If I was really more confident, I would change my name. You can go on and on and on and on. Think about what is yours. If you think, if Anya was more confident, if Anya was just the next version confident self. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Okay, let's, let me do that again. If you are your next version more confident self still it doesn't work but anyway you understand what i mean what would you do and then when you know that go and do it if it's speaking on stage and you actually don't have the opportunity find it find the opportunity to talk on stage talk on stage in your own room okay use your phone to record yourself Stand up, dress up, put your high heels, whatever you need, and pretend you're talking on stage. And then go to a local event and talk on stage. If it's to wear or change your um, style, do it. Go and buy something or um, dress in a way that you would normally don't dare. And just practice, 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 practice. Because in the beginning, you may feel uncomfortable, but the body and the mind, we are so resilient. That's the nature of human beings. So if you do something long enough, it will just become natural and your body will get tired of being not, of being scared and uncomfortable. So you will just be comfortable doing the things that used to be uncomfortable. It's a big line of my work and it's really learning how to be comfortable in the discomfort. Because if you really want to go after what you want, if you really want to grow, if you are committed to that path, that inner work, you know, you know, babe, that oh, fuck, we're always fucking uncomfortable. We're always, not always, always, but we're always pushing an edge. And it's the most empowering thing because we get more and more confident as we grow because for example I will share a personal example when I started um, I was so not confident being in videos 
I had to do it, and oh my god, it hurt it so much. I rehearsed for hours for my first Facebook Live. It's a story I love to share. Oh my god, I just remember being in my parents' garden because my partner at the time was inside, and I couldn't even be heard by my partner. That's crazy. And I rehearsed for like an hour in the garden, trying not to speak so loud in case the neighbors were listening. And I practiced for a five-minute video for an hour, for five minutes. Like the video was supposed to be five minutes and I rehearsed for more than an hour. And I learned every line by heart. And I practiced again and again and again. And even when I pressed live record, oh my God, I was shitting myself. I was so uncomfortable. Even thinking about it right now, my whole stomach just like ugh, contracts and it feels horrible. And I remember I was like, oh my God, how I'm gonna show up like, like this every day if I really want to have an online presence because I have an online business and I really want people to get to know me and to know my work and to have a sense of what are my favorite flavors you know I know that in this industry in the coaching industry um, in order to 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 get people to know you and to trust you you want to display your flavors so people can feel who you are so ah, oh, it was horrible but then I did it again a second time and it was slightly better and then a third time and I think honestly I went super fast on this journey because after just a few times I was not needing any preparation. I would just pray live and I would just be fuck the perfectionism. Let me just do it. It's just one example like this and there are so many others, other way you can practice discomfort and you probably already know because when you think about it, your body contracts a little bit because the natural inclination of humans are not to go towards discomfort. It's actually very unnatural that's why you see a lot of people not really growing and evolving because they stay in their comfort zone which honestly is not comfortable like please let's talk about this for one second like the term comfort zone I don't get why it's like that because when you're stagnant and you're not moving in your life and you feel stuck in that place it doesn't fucking feel comfortable really like okay it feels super scary to be outside of it and you will feel your heart racing and your palms sweating and your belly contracting and your breath being shorter maybe because you'll be like oh my god you'll feel super vulnerable you'll feel naked because it's something you've never done before and you're stretching yourself but honestly staying in your quote-unquote comfort zone is not comfortable you feel like you're dying you like you're not living your life fully so we should rename it the not comfortable comfort zone. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, um, let me take a moment to share with you my offer Becoming Her because we have 50% off until the end of the year. So it's only 222 USD for you if you join Becoming Her before 2023. And that's my online offer, again, that you can... Um, take at your own pace at your own pace so that you really step into that next level reality of yours so we explore everything that i shared today in depth with exercise you have a worksheet a worksheet book a workbook 
um, you have a workbook for yourself and everything is well structured so you can really put in place the structure that you need in order to manifest your dream life and to be more of yourself to really find a sense of deeper purpose and alignment and also all of that combined with a lot of pleasure and sex magic and manifestation energetical work all of it I think it's the most complete um, not complete but like wide it's a very wide program but at the same time it's only nine modules so it's kind of quick you can do it in nine weeks or shorter if you want to go faster and you will be transformed you will be my intention is for you to really step into that version of you you know the one that makes you feel excited that makes you feel like oh my god she is the shit that's really what I want to help you create in your life mixing feminine and masculine energy you know the, the feminine being the intuition the magic the energetics the body the pleasure sexuality loving yourself and the masculine being the direction the vision putting action in place so that you can actually make it happen all of that you know holding yourself through the process all of that Thank you for listening. If you found uh, any value in this podcast whatsoever, please help me to support the podcast. Uh, leave a review. Leave. You can also send us some emails if you have some suggestions or topics that you want us to talk about. If you want me to create podcast episodes, I would love to be of service and to help you with some um, real life problem so you can email us at info at likaholyholistic.com it will be in the show note obviously and you can share with us uh, some of your problems what you're moving through what's alive for you any feedback you have I would just absolutely adore that thank you so much for being with me I wish you a beautiful rest of your day thank you for listening to this episode for more resources coaching and courses visit my website and let's connect on Instagram please if you found any value today in this episode I would really appreciate it if you could support the podcast by sharing it with a friend sharing it in your stories or leaving us a review thank you